So the big question is this, how do we overcome stuttering without years of speech therapy, expensive ear devices, or old school methods that don't really work in the real world? And how do we master our stutter so we can become the confident and fluent speakers we all deserve to be? That is the question, and this is the podcast that will give you the answer. My name is Daniel Francis, and welcome to the Master Your Stutter Podcast. Welcome back to the 30-Day Speaker Summit. We got another amazing guest that I'm super excited to interview and kind of pick his brain and his mind. Um, you know, uh, before I, I kind of get into that, for, if this is one of your newest videos for all the viewers, this is the 30-Day Speaker Summit. This is a summit where you're going to learn all the tools, all the skills, and all the, all the methods and techniques needed for you to be that confident communicator. So 30 days from now, you're a completely different individual. My name is Daniel Francis. I'm the creator of the Master Your Stutter program. And again, we got an amazing guest. So let me introduce this man before uh, before we really get into it. Cool, Arthur? Okay. So Absolutely. Arthur, and I always pronounce your name. It's it's, it's a great name. Uh, okay, is the founder of, yes. of the consulting and coaching company, ha- Have the Edge. Um, as a man with an avid passion for helping people and organizations achieve their full potential, he assists businesses, professionals, and entrepreneurs in reaching new levels of business performance and excellence. Um, his experience spans from small to medium-sized organizations, as well as large ones, such as IBM, the City of Toronto, and the federal government of Canada, which is a pretty big deal. With 20 uh, plus years of experience, that includes business ownership, consulting with KPMG, and holding a C-level executive positions in multiple companies. He truly understands the challenges facing businesses and the leaders in today's economy. Arthur graduated from the MBA program with the highest uh, distinction and holds a CPA CMA uh, designation. For two decades, his greatest passion has been to inspire and motivate others in classrooms, on stages, and most recently in online success summits with some of industry's uh, greats like Brian Tracy and Robert Kiyosaki, which is a big deal. Arthur uh, is a... um, a fervent advocate of personal development, health, fitness, and represents Canada four times on the national karate team. Pretty big resume here. Um, Have the Edge is a synthesis of Arthur's past entrepreneurial, uh, corporate, and personal experiences. Cutting edge consulting practice uh, uniquely pairs technical solutions with the correct mindset needed for optimal performance. While exploring the area of mindset, Arthur began to discover the innumerable ways in which once applied correct mindsets could literally transform a business or an individual's performance for the simple reason that the incorrect mindset were so often the root of of, uh, cause the failure. Um, the, The simple discovery grew into the methodologies he now uses with his clients and customers. Arthur distinguishes himself with the attention and detail personal touch, uh, fresh thinking, and a friendly client-centric approach. So that is a resume and a half. And so as you can tell, I'm very excited to, to interview Arthur because he has a background and a knowledge base that is unbelievable. So Arthur, welcome to the summit. Well, thank you very much, <laughs> Daniel. Uh, I'm so glad that I'm invited. And, and uh, uh, after I wasn't nervous at all, but after that introductory, I actually listened to it and I said, well, that sounds pretty good. So <laughs> now the anticipation is going to be a lot higher <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Than, than it was before. But quite frankly, uh, even though it sounds 
like I've done so many things. I, I want to kind of dumb it down. And, and what I want to say is that I've worked in a lot of different places, but one of the things that I started with was when I was younger, it was a martial arts school. And I absolutely loved helping people. And I, just like yourself, I, 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 was, I was watching a couple of your videos and you were saying how you believe that you're put on this earth to actually help others with, with, with speech impediments. And yeah. I remember how fulfilling it was to help individuals grow, whether it was with martial arts, self-confidence or whatever it was. Uh, and then when I switched over and I worked at some of the most interesting companies in the world, I found that I wasn't making enough on a difference on a personal level. Mm -hmm. And this is why I actually stepped back. So uh, fundamentally, what I do is I just help people who are stuck, either in their business or on a personal level. And I help them, whatever they want to do to improve their performance, whether it is for their business or their career or or whatever it is. Mm, I love that. I love that. And you know, with the background that you have and, you know, specifically on the day today that we're, that we're in, which is public speaking, um, you know, I've, you know, you've spoken many different places. You've consulted many different, uh, different people. And that's why I love, you know, all this data and, you know, for all the viewers watching anyone who I bring on has a background, they have experience. It's not just theory in their head. And that's why I'm super excited to kind of dive deep in, uh, dive deep into this because a lot of people are stuck, Arthur, with um, truly overcoming, you know, the fear in their head. Because in order to get to what you've accomplished in your life, you've had to battle this fear and just kind of push through, whether it's karate, whether it's business, whether it's just life in general. And what I would love, you know, one of my first questions to you, Arthur, you know, in relation to just, you know, public speaking and people in general is what does fear mean to you? And, you know, where do people go wrong with this? Okay, so, you know, I'd like to take a step back and and to answer that question, I'd like to talk about confidence. Because I I think that you also alluded to confidence a couple of times. Uh, And when it comes to public speaking, when it is actually about speaking in front of people or or articulating on on any level, self-doubt and not having confidence plays a big role. And to share a bit of my story, it's it was interesting because as I was growing up, I I was a um, an immigrant. I we immigrated to Canada when I was ten, and at one point you start creating this belief that maybe you're not as good as everybody else, mm-hmm. right? And that plays with your confidence and. And the reason why I want to share my story is I'll tell you how I was trying to improve my confidence. So similar to Daniel, I've decided that I'm going to be an academic. So I was getting amazing grades. But then I felt like that wasn't enough because I was not an athlete, which led to martial arts. And as, as Daniel mentioned, it, it went to the point where I was, uh, I was going to the world championships within, within martial arts. But then that wasn't enough. Because literally, I felt that somebody who is at that level of, of, of being an athlete of that level, he requires to also look like the athlete at that level. Hence, I started bodybuilding. So then I'm doing bodybuilding competitions. And all of a sudden now, I look like a champion. I feel like a champion. But then that wasn't enough because I'm just a jock. 
and I'm not an academic anymore. So all of a sudden I'm going back to school. I'm, re I'm getting my MBA and then after that, my CMA. And then at one point, I realized that I still have doubts about myself. And I realized it doesn't matter how much you're going to do. If you actually don't believe in yourself, yeah. <laughs> there's, you can learn and you can acquire whatever it is. It comes down to belief system. And this is why, as a consultant, I was helping all of these different businesses. And then I've realized that a lot of times entrepreneurs actually lost belief in themselves. So now coming back to public speaking, it's very similar, right? It's about not having a belief that you can actually do well. And that can stem from a couple of things. I mean, people are perfectionists. So they want their speech to be perfect. So they don't want to base, they're, they're fearing that if they go out there, it, it's called what a fear of bad outcome. Mm -hmm. So now they're thinking, well, if I go out there and I start speaking and it looks bad, then that I'm not a perfectionist. I'm a perfectionist. I cannot do anything less than perfect. Mm -hmm. It could be the fact that you actually had a speech impediment, like as you said. And here's the issue. If you had any kind of a problem in the past, as you're growing up, unfortunately, if you don't switch that belief system, what's going to happen is you're going to be replaying the same story in your head over and over. And as you get older, not only is the story going to be playing over and over, you're actually going to believe it more and more because it's been played in your head so many times. Wow. And I think that that's what you're actually, when, when, when you're working with people, that's what you're working with. Sure. It's that belief system. And I work with mindsets because mindsets are basically deep-rooted beliefs. Hmm. So when it comes to the fear, like I think one of the biggest things is the fear of being judged. The people don't want to go out there because they, wanna, they don't want to embarrass themselves. <laughs> right? I, 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 like both of us have actually done um, public speaking. We, we have done seminars in front of people. But... There's been times we were nervous. There's times when you're less nervous. So another fear that I want to point out is the fear of uncertainty. That is the number one reason why people don't start businesses, why they are afraid to do things in the future because they don't know. So they rather replay the same thing over and over and live their regular life because they understand it. Whereas mm -hmm. whenever we enter the space of unknown, that's a huge fear for many people. And the fear of not knowing when it comes to public speaking is we don't know that's how that's going to turn out. So how do we overcome it? Well, we just do more of it. Mm. So, for example, this particular event that yeah. we're, we're doing right now, Daniel and I, yeah. if this was a few months ago even or, or definitely a few years, I would be nervous and I would be getting ready for this for hours. <laughs> Whereas today I, I kind of knew, I, I, I knew the boundaries. I knew some of the questions and I just composed myself and I was ready to go. And I'm not even nervous about doing it because I've done them before. Mm. But see, even though I have done public speaking when I was doing one of my first online summits, yeah. because it's different, yeah. <laughs> it's an uncertainty. 
I cannot see the people like I don't see anybody right now. A lot of people are going to be listening to this and I don't <laughs> see their faces. I don't see the smiles. I don't see the energy. I don't see the love. It's completely different. I'm in front of a camera right here. <laughs> right. Thank God there's Daniels because at least I can look at him if he is <laughs> if he is saying, OK, this makes sense or not. Right. But it's yeah. completely different. And sometimes you do online summits where it's just a black screen and you're talking and you're getting excited and you're waving your hands and it's absolutely for nothing. So again, I mean, not for nothing, but I'm saying in front of nothing. So you don't know how things are turning out. Hmm. So, so again, this is a fear of unknown, right? Whereas you do a couple of them and all of a sudden it's, it's uh, it just gets easier and easier and easier. Yeah. So, so I, I definitely want to ask you there, um, how do you fix that? Like, how do you change that? Cause I feel like there's a lot of people that are conditioned. Cause that's what you're really getting at. You're conditioned. For yes. example, that person who got free, let's let just take myself. Um, it was grade seven. I was reading a paragraph in class. The whole class laughed at me and I was labeled as D -D Daniel. So now I'm conditioned as that stuttering yes. kid. I'm now I'm not just Daniel anymore. I'm the stuttering Daniel kid. Okay. And you get conditioned like that. So that Daniel starts going into high school thinking that, well, he shouldn't talk up because last time when he was in grade seven, he's in grade 11 right now, he mm -hmm. was at 16 years old or whatever. And he's mm -hmm. not speaking up because he's, he's been conditioned. And so you build yes. this fear, public's presentation Correct. in class. Are you crazy? Yes. Yes. And then what happens is that's how life. So how do you fix that? Because what that is, it's a vicious cycle because you, you have a Correct. certain condition. So Correct. what do you do with your clients? And you know, what is your feedback on that for people to change that? Because that's the, that's the answer to it all. Yes. So I think the first piece in there is actually awareness, understanding what's going on, because it's about, like I said, the mindset or belief system. And in the past, you basically believe that every time you're going to be doing a speech, you will stutter. And somebody who has a fear of public speaking or doing a speech, they believe that it's going to turn out badly but they don't even know. So in personal development, there is the area of what I know. There's the area of, I, I know what I don't know. Like for example, I know that there is this language called Chinese, but I don't speak it. So I know, but there's a whole, whole other area of called, I don't know what I don't know. And this is where we actually have blind spots. So if I can lean a little bit on my methodology, yeah. as we're growing up, we get programmed through our parents, through school. I, I, it's basically through perception, which is the way we inform ourselves through smells, through sight, through hearing, whatever it is, through our senses, right? Which make, up to now, it's, it's pretty easy, right? Mm -hmm. Now, those all of our senses, right? All of that perception creates a belief system. Mm -hmm. So whatever our parents are telling us is good or bad or whatever happens to us in school and we connect to it, good, bad, white, black, maybe some shades of gray, that creates a belief system. Now, over years, those belief systems become mindsets and they're just very ingrained belief mm -hmm. systems. Here's the issue. The problem is that our perception 
all of a sudden, so the way you look at things as you're an adult are being controlled by the mental beliefs that you have created. So your mindset now, you're a slave to it. Mm. So believe it or not, the neurocognitive um, scientists have discovered that past 30 years old, we run on a pre-program at 95%. So on a subconscious level, and only at 5% of us actually work within the present and now, right? So now, wh- why am I going all And Because you said, well, how do we, well, number one, you actually have to understand that, that you're being programmed. And then what I would do, because if I wanted to work with somebody to help them with their performance, let's say on speech, right, which I like, that's your wheelhouse, but whatever it is that I would want to help them with, what I would want to do is I would want to find out what is the root cause? Where was this that got created in the first place? Right? Like, where's the fear coming from? Mm -hmm. Well, the fear is very simple. A little boy named Dan or Daniel <laughs> became the, 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 the Daniel. Yes. And that has been replayed over and over and over. So the first thing is literally being aware, number one, that what plays here is a mindset and a belief system. And that it's as simple as saying, I can actually talk and not stutter. Mm-hmm. Now we have to go against our entire belief system. So yes, it doesn't just happen overnight. But once you actually start realizing that that's where it stems from and you have a coach, a performance coach, whoever it is, somebody who's helping you out and actually has evidence for you that there's others. And this is why this is working so well for you because here is a guy who was stuttering and right now your level articulation is on the next level. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you're not just not stuttering. You're actually a phenomenal speaker. <laughs> Thank you. So now you have somebody who comes in and they said, okay, well, all of a sudden, here's a person who had the same issue as myself. Yeah. And now look at him go. Mm-hmm. So you have actually entered a different level of belief. It's new information, mm-hmm. right? So now you're overriding like you, that circle, I can't speak. I'm afraid of speaking. Every time I'm going to speak, it's going to be horrible. Boom. We just threw in a wrench. And now it's like, oh, whoa. Like (laughs) the reality is shifting. Wait a minute. Maybe I don't always have to speak badly. Maybe I don't always have to stutter because there's others that used to stutter that don't. So now you're slowly shifting. And then obviously, you know, there's there's lots of different things that you can do. I mean, Mm -hmm. one-on-one therapy. There's hypnotherapy. You can literally go into your brain and 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 look look at what's going on there. There is uh, meditation, right? One one of the things I do is meditating because when you meditate, you separate thought from emotion, and a lot of times, what's actually giving you fear is emotion, right? Wow. If you look at things, right? Like I mean, if you just look at your your life or whatever happens, if somebody tells you tomorrow you're gonna lose your job. If you have no emotions, you can say, well, yes, I guess I'll have to look another job. But as soon as the emotion comes in, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Oh, my God, I'm afraid like this, this. That's what plays on on a 
on our mindset, right? So, yeah. you know, that's that's a very, very long way that's, and yeah, long-winded awesome. way of explaining well, that, that, I, you know, going it's through very, that question. It's very different because, you know, the, the problem is, Arthur, and um, a lot of people would disagree. Not a lot of people, but a lot of professionals, right? Like, for yes. example, the speech therapist. We, this is the only way you have to do it. You do the tapping techniques, the breathing techniques, the, you know, when you talk, talk like this, or you have to breathe and slow the word down. And to me, it's a lot of band-aid solutions on people, right? It's like, just do that. But yeah, you're good in the therapy room, but then you take that person out to a public talk where they have to go actually give a public talk to people and they're back to their old habits because they never actually handled the root of the real problem. We're putting little band-aids on. And that's why I talk to a lot of people and they say, yeah, I've done speech therapy for years. Nothing's worked. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like people are just lying. I don't know what's going on because <laughs> it's, it's what you're talking about. It's, 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 it's the root. It's the fear. It's the, it's the it, it, internal beliefs that are truly, but you know, a lot of professionals don't think that that's the, that's the full reason why. So it's definitely a different perspective. <laughs> well, I, I, you know what? I love that you said that because where do they actually get their information from? Textbooks. <laughs> exactly. It's the same source. They're all learning this whole thing. So now there is such a strong belief system, such yeah. a strong mindset. This is the only way. Yeah. Right? I mean, this is like when, when, uh, when I was growing up, what is the sure way of getting success? Well, you have to go to school. You have to finish university. And then you have a good, good job at a big company. Hence why school education, KPNG, right? But that Steve Jobs didn't think like that. Bill Gates didn't think like that, right? And, and these are the people who are our leaders. Elon Musk didn't think like that, right? So, so it's, it's just a way of believing. Yeah, it's flawed. Right? And, and like I said, the reason, I mean, I respect education. I'm very happy that I went to school and received the degrees that I have. However, you also have to understand that it is a limiting factor because you're thinking like everybody else. Now, when I studied mindset, uh, Daniel, I was lucky enough to work with monks. I've, wow. I've read books by some phenomenal people. Uh, I've worked with psychologists. I've, I've done landmark. I, I've done a lot of different things. And you know what? It all kind of like, even though it all came from different angles, even people who heal through energy, it all comes back to the belief system. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. So awesome. the reason why I feel so confident in into my help is because I actually examined it from different angles. Because mm. like yourself, I'm an academic. So when, when something wasn't explained on a scientific level, it, it, I had an issue with it. <laughs> so, so even though it was exactly the same, and here's, here's how the belief system works, right? Even though it was the exact same message, now that I actually have a academic background and explanation, it made more sense. Mm, that's awesome. And I, I mean, that. the speech therapists, it's, it's, it's just their belief system. It's their way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Plus, I mean, look, do they really want to admit that what they do is just one way and there's actually better potential possibilities? No, because they're going to be out of a job. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel's going to take them all. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they don't like me at times. Right? So, so in relation to public speaking, 
Yes. Um, what are some fears that you think people need to overcome in their head to just make it happen? Because I feel like there's a lot, like even my clients that I work with, a lot of them are actually really yes. good speakers. But yes. it comes down to this self-love, this confidence, this turn off the brain and just do it. So what are some tips and tricks or techniques for people to just get rid of those fears so they can you know, perform at a high level on the stage? Well, you know, I'm going to be shocked because a few years ago, if somebody told me that I'm actually going to drop the word meditation here, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I would literally laugh at myself. But if you can literally, and it has, it, it doesn't, <clears throat> it doesn't have to be meditation, whatever it is. If you can get yourself in a state where you can actually start controlling your emotions and you can just get extremely focused and some people call it the flow state, whatever it is, and you can just get the emotions down, get all of the feelings down and just focus on what you're going to be doing next. And that's, that's the first thing. So if you're, let's say, meditating on a regular, then what you would do is you would literally take five minutes out and you would imagine yourself doing it again. You'd breathe calm yourself down and 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 then you and then you get more collected and 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 you can you can deliver better hmm. what fears like i said obviously the fear of uncertainty so the more you practice the more you know what to expect from yourself you could literally do the speech in front of a mirror you can tape yourself i'm i'm sure that you 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 you've given that to you to you to your clients right the other thing is that you have to understand, again, it's the understanding. I'm afraid of uncertainty. So now that I've practiced, there is no uncertainty. I know what I'm doing. I've seen myself do it. Number two, the fear of being inadequate. Okay. I know that there is a lot more smarter people out there than I am. However, I know that there is a lot of people who are less smart than me out there. Okay. So, and I've seen some people deliver some great speeches who I also think are less intelligent than I am and they have done phenomenally well. So why wouldn't I? So am I really inadequate? You have to, it's, it's again, self-talk, right? Uh, fear of losing control. It's about literally saying something that might, not again, sound perfect or, 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 or you make a mistake, let go of the control. Control is an illusion. Again, self-talk, right? There's, we can only control so many things and the ball can drop at any given time. So there is not truly control. Bad outcomes, fear of bad outcomes. Again, very similar of, of the fear of uncertainty. If the practice, the more you practice, the more you, 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 uh, the more, you do within these things, the easier it becomes, right? Fear of failure. Well, again, self-talk. How many times have you failed in your life? I, I've, I have clients, uh, literally, I have clients who are so phenomenally successful and they're like, the next project I'm going to do, I, I'm just afraid it's going to be a complete failure. And they actually start telling me, I failed so many times. I said, Really? That is so interesting. So you failed so many times. So you're telling me that you actually flunked out from, from primary school. Well, no, no, I, I went through. Okay, great. So primary school was, a, but I guess you did really badly in high school. No, no, I actually graduated with honors. Oh, you did, you did. <laughs> okay, so I, I guess you dropped out of university. No, but that's easy. Oh, it is easy. And where did you work next? 
okay, well, I've worked for this incredible organization. I said, okay, well, I guess you like that only, only that organization is no more because one of your massive failures <laughs> caused that organization to shut down and it caused ripple effects all over the world. Is, is that what you're telling me? Well, no, actually, they gave me a recommendation. I'm like, okay, so you're literally telling me that maybe you failed one or 2% of your entire life and you were a phenomenal success 98% of the time, but you concentrate on the failure. So again, it's that self-talk. Do a self-audit. Because you know what? Chances are if you're actually <laughs> invited to something like that, like you would not invite me if I was a total failure and I was failing 90% of the time and I was succeeding 10% of the time because number one, I wouldn't even show up for this. I would forget, <laughs> right? Of course. So self-talk and then, you know, even fear of being rejected. Like the fact that, you know, others might reject you after you do something badly. Well, are you surrounded by the right people? If you're actually afraid that people might reject you, if you sound maybe not at the level that you want it, then who are you surrounding yourself by, right? Yeah. So, so I think it comes down to literally going through some of those things that are going into your mind and yeah. literally having a self-dialogue. That's awesome. Wow. That's a lot of value right there, guys. And if you apply this all, I think your lives will be changed. So Arthur, as we start to wrap up this interview, people want to get in contact with you. Um, where's the best uh, site? I think I'm going to put the site right beside you. Yes. You on it, but um, you can book a session. I mean, I, whenever I do anything like that and you, you tell me that you do that, I give uh, free sessions okay. just for people to kind of deal whatever issue they have, either, like I said, with a business or, or a personal business crisis. Love that. Love that. Well, Arthur, Arthur, really appreciate it. I think you shared so much knowledge and value and, you know, they might be basic, but there's, there's, there's depth to it. And when you truly understand all this stuff, I'm telling you, your life will forever be changed. So Arthur, is there any last words that you kind of want to give the audience before we wrap up the interview? Yes, actually, I love how you said that. It is basic. It actually is very simple truths, but you have to start believing in them because if yeah. you don't, as simple as they are, it can really either make or ruin your life. That's awesome. Arthur, thank you so much. We love you. I love you. Um, <laughs> that was awesome. Um, again, my, my pleasure. Arthur, my name is Daniel Francis. This is the 30-Day Speaker Summit. I hope you're getting a lot of value. And if you haven't upgraded your ticket yet, to the all access pass. I, I do a bonus interview with Arthur where we're gonna go more in depth on mindset and fear and just becoming the best version of you. So if you haven't upgraded, be sure to upgrade and we'll see you in the next interview. Take care, Arthur. Bye. Cheers. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Now, I don't know if you've seen my free training or not, but you definitely wanna check it out. I share my three secrets on how to overcome stuttering and be a confident speaker. So hop on over to MasterYourStutter.com and be sure to watch the training. After the training, you will qualify for a free strategy session with me over the phone. You don't want to miss this. So thank you again and see you on the next show.